Welcome back, ETHS, to your favorite friendly podcast, First Experience. I'm Isabella. And I'm Brittany. And we're live on this lovely May morning in 2019 on the beautiful El Toro campus. Today, we'll be tackling the controversial topic of immigration, and we'll be hearing from a few people and listen to their own stories and the ways they came to America. So first of all, Isabella, what is immigration? Well, according to our source material here, immigration is the action of coming to live permanently in a foreign country. But why is it important, though? Why should anyone care about immigration? Well, immigration is a global issue, and with the rise of global warming and overpopulation, immigration is an issue that festers and grows. While immigration isn't a bad thing, immigration forms pains it as such, and the United States president has even taken steps towards blocking out any immigrants coming from Middle Eastern and Latin American countries with a travel ban and proposed wall. Wow. You know, maybe we should hear from our first guest, uh, Miss Maria Arutia from Honduras. Sounds good. Let's roll that audio. What's your name? Who are you? My name is Maria Arutia and I'm from Honduras. What was your first experience in the United States? Oh, my first experience when I came to this country, when I went to um, uh, the high school and I saw all that... um, the arguments about race. I have never gone through that in my country because we have blacks, we have Chinese, we have uh, Jewish people and all that, but we never insulted each other the way they do here. That was, for me, I couldn't believe it because uh, speaking Spanish, I used the word negro, which means black, and they took it, it was the wrong term. They're gonna beat me up. I didn't know what it meant. Uh, so I learned the hard way. So that was a, a big scary learning what was going on in this country. So immigration is a large issue and there are many different standards and viewpoints on the topic. For example, President Trump's immigration policies center around six major areas, which are such. Completion of the border wall with Mexico, deport immigrants who arrived in the United States as children, whom are currently protected under the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals program, to restrict travel and work visas from eight countries, increased screening of refugees while cutting the staff needed to do so, review the HIV visa program, curb legal immigration, I think all of us deep down have a personal stance on immigration, whether you agree with Trump or not. Maybe we should look at another stance on the matter. Do you agree, Brittany? Yes, let's roll the audio. What is your name? My name is Maricela Nieto. Okay, Maricela, where did you immigrate from? I immigrated from Mexico in the state of Guerrero. What's your story on immigration and how was your experience like? My story was a bit traumatizing and stressful because trying to come to this country, we had to walk in the desert heat without food and only with water. We could not pass due to immigration patrolling the area. When we finally did, immigration chased us down. We all thought we were going to die due to how fast and unstable the car we were in was. But thanks to God, we managed to cross safely and make it. How was your first experience in the United States? My first experience was amazing because we could not believe we had made the journey to this country. It is very different compared to where we come from. The streets, roads, houses, stores, everything was different. Coming was something we did not imagine we would do. What were some struggles you encountered while immigrating? For all the immigrants, the most challenging encounter was going against immigration. It is very hard to pass, the hardest obstacle I faced, but thanks to God, I was able to.
fácilmente. Ese fue el primer obstáculo que, que tuvimos y pues gracias a Dios pudimos hacerlo. How has this changed your life? Because now I have more financial stability. With one day of working, I have enough to feed my family, I can give them clothes, and I can give them even more than what I ever could. Back home, we would have none of this. When someone fights for what they want, they'll be able to get it. While many families are stable, low to middle class families, many struggle under the threat of deportation from a more psychological standpoint. Dr. Sayas and Dr. Hefron from the American Psychological Association stated that in the United States today, there are more than 9 million children whose parents are undocumented immigrants. Seeing this under the threat of deportation, immigrated parents and their citizen children access and utilize healthcare services much less than children with citizen parents. While the children have the right to access health care, their parents may avoid encounters and providers for fear of discovery. I see this as one of many reasons why families are afraid to leave their homes for any particular reason, because they think that they're definitely at risk of being exposed for not having any form of identification. With the rise of President Trump's viewpoint, this puts them at risk, you know, not only for deportation, but for mass discrimination. I can absolutely see why they feel afraid of leaving their homes. Going back to the topic beforehand, now that we've heard from both speakers, what is your stance on immigration, Brittany? Speak your mind, girl. Well, for starters, I view immigration as an opportunity to have a life with many blessings and in a new location. According to the Bible, Exodus 22, verse 21, you must not exploit a resident alien or oppress him, since you were a resident in aliens in the land of Egypt. Saying this as a Christian, I believe that Trump policies on immigration are despicable, inhumane, and unfair because everyone is an immigrant to this country. In the end, we're all humans. There should be no need for such policies. Immigration is a tricky subject to me. See, I don't look at it religiously. I look at it through a humanitarian aspect. While there should be policies on immigration within the government, I don't think that they should be as harsh as deporting those who came here as children. People need to be respected, and often people are discriminated against because of their cultures and backgrounds. Like Brittany said, we're all humans, and I believe we should be treated as such. Now let's invite our third and final guest to talk about our solution with us, Melissa Flores Nieto. Hi guys, today I'm going to be proposing our group solution. I suppose we should start up then, right? Right! Alright then, so looking at it through all of our eyes, we propose a creation of an organization that will replace DACA, which has been discontinued by President Trump. This organization will help immigrants as they arrive in the United States and other countries. Their focus will be on educating immigrants and funding their journey as they search for work and a home. So that about wraps up our podcast for today. Once again, I'm Isabella. And I'm Brittany. And I'm Melissa. And this was First Experience.